Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. This story takes place in December of 2019. I was on winter break from my senior year of college, and I decided to go visit a good friend of mine who lived about an hour and a half away from me. Her parents are pretty strict about having boys in the house, even though we're just friends. Because of this, we decided to meet at a park that was under a bridge that wasn't too far away from her house. The park itself isn't under the bridge, but the parking lot is. When I pulled into the parking lot, there were about six or seven other cars there, and I wasn't entirely sure which one was hers. Keep in mind, it's about 7.30pm in December at this point, so it was already almost pitch black out. I parked in a somewhat secluded spot about five spots away from the nearest car. I sent her a text, and it turns out that she was in that very car. I walked over to her car, she got out, we hugged, and then I hopped in the passenger seat. It took me a couple of minutes to stop shivering since it was really freaking cold outside. So we're sitting there talking and just catching up for about 25 minutes when I decide to lay my seat all the way back. I'm a pretty tall guy and I was a little cramped up in the front seat. My friend then did the same but she only laid back about halfway. About another 10 minutes go by and seemingly out of nowhere, two guys walk right over by the driver's side of the car like not even two feet away. I could only see their heads since I was laid back so low. One guy was about average height and in his 30s, while the other guy was really short and husky and seemed a lot older. This had only lasted for about a split second, but I could 100% tell that the younger guy was looking directly into the car. I sort of brushed it off because the park wasn't exactly dead at this point, but it was a little weird that they walked so close to our car when there were no other vehicles close to us. I mean, besides my car. My friend, however, didn't brush this off as she told me she made direct eye contact with both of the men. I then sat up to see where the men had gone, but they were completely out of sight at this point. It was extremely dark out, and the only sources of light were a few street lamps that lit up certain parts of the parking lot. My friend put her seat all the way back up, and I put mine to the halfway point. She was still pretty nervous for a couple of minutes, but we quickly forgot about it and just continued talking. Another 20 or so minutes went by when I noticed headlights moving around the parking lot. I had turned my head to look out the rear driver's side window and I saw a silver Kia Soul heading straight for us. Now when I pulled in, I saw that same Kia Soul parked right next to the exit and there was no reason for whoever was driving to come across the parking lot to where we were parked at. Well of course this car pulled into a spot literally one over from where we were. I sat up and looked at it and saw the short older man from earlier. He was alone in the car and was just scrolling through what looked like Facebook on his phone. I still wasn't very alarmed at this point, but my friend said that she was really uncomfortable on how close he was, especially since he had just walked by earlier. I told her if she was really that uncomfortable to just wait a few minutes, then move to a different spot. 
So right behind where we parked was the small fenced-in area with a bunch of construction equipment inside. I told her to just go around and park on the other side of that. She did just that and turned off the headlights when we got to the other side. All of that big equipment was really perfect for blocking us from that guy's view, but it also blocked the light from the street lamps as well, making it now about 20 times darker where we were. I don't really mind the dark, so I made myself comfortable again and laid my seat back. Well, not even five minutes go by, and she then sees the figure of a person then emerging from the side of the fence. I decide to sit up a little bit, and even though it was dark out, I can make it out to be the younger guy from earlier. He passed by my side of the car, but he wasn't as close as before, and he didn't even look in our direction this time. The weirdest thing about it was that he was walking straight towards a patch of grass that was completely covered in darkness, and he was also completely hidden from our sight. Now, I tend to try and rationalize things whenever I see people doing weird things in public. So I just laid back down and told my friend that he was probably just taking a leak or something. Well, 30 seconds later, she tells me that he's coming back and by the time I set up again, he was past us. But she told me that this time he was looking straight into the car yet again. At this point, I put my seat all the way back so if something weird happens again, I would be ready. Well, nothing really weird happened for a good 45 minutes. We decided to both get in the back seat because there was more room back there and we could also both keep an eye out. Right when we were both starting to forget the weird men, that same freaking silver Kia Soul then pulled around the fence. We were in literally the back corner of the parking lot, so there was really absolutely no reason for this car to come back there if he wasn't actually following us. I saw the car first because my friend was looking for something on her phone, and the only words I could muster were, No way. She looked at me, then out the window, and started to freak out. Now, the cherry on top of this whole situation for us was that as soon as his headlights landed on our car, he then switched them off, leaving us in yet again complete darkness. I followed the outline of the car, and to my horror, it literally parked right next to us. My friend was on the verge of tears at this point, while I myself had started to feel a different emotion. My face became red hot with anger, and I jumped in the driver's seat and rolled down the window, staring right at the guy. His face was dimly lit up from his dash lights, and when his eyes wandered over to meet mine, he looked a little startled like he wasn't even expecting me to be there. I then yelled to him, Hey, do you have a problem, dude? He said nothing and just looked down at his phone, typed something, then put his car in the reverse and drove off. I actually got out of the car at this point to see where he was going. When I rounded the fence, I saw the younger guy get into the passenger seat, and then they drove out of the park. I walked back to the car, drove her car over to mine, then followed her to a more populated area. Pretty much for weeks, we couldn't figure out why those two guys were stalking us around in this parking lot, and why that guy was so startled to see me. We kinda gave up trying to figure it all out until I was telling another friend the story, and then it all hit me. Every time those guys walked by the car, I was never visible to them, only my friend was. During the first time, my seat was all the way down, so none of the light from outside was hitting me. She even said they both made eye contact with her. When the younger guy looked in the second time, my seat was down again, so he only saw her when he looked in. This explains why my presence was such a surprise when I confronted the man in the car. So these two guys thought they saw a girl sitting alone in her car in a dark parking lot and then planned on doing God knows what to her. 
all of the possibilities still rattle around in my head. Could they have been kidnappers or maybe human traffickers? Or maybe they were just a couple of lowlifes who thought they could rob a girl sitting by herself. Either way, I'm really glad I made my presence known before they got the chance to do whatever it was they were planning on doing. This happened about a week ago and spans over the entire week. My family and I usually take vacations about once a year. This year we went to a state that we often visit, but we stayed at a different campground than usual. When we first arrived at the campground, we were greeted by the owner who seemed really kind. She told us of all the tourist attractions that were close by, what the campground offered, and gave us a tour. She even told us some really interesting stories as well. We felt very welcomed, that is, until we actually got to see our cabins. When we walked inside, it absolutely reeked of must and gasoline, and better yet, everything was wet. The floors, the furniture, the blankets, and even the beds. We just assumed that it was from cleaning, so we decided to let the cabin air out while we went into town. During the same night as we had a campfire, we had noticed a golf cart that was constantly driving around our cabin. My dad had flagged him down and asked why he was circling our cabin, and all he said back was, I just want to make sure you guys are settling in okay, especially the pretty girl. He had said as he pointed in my direction. Now, I'm a five foot one and somewhat chubby 17-year-old girl. I'm definitely not the prettiest, but I'm also not terrible looking. I get comments like this all the time, but I just got a really terrible feeling from this guy. My dad told him off and we called it a night after this. The next few days, nothing really happened. We were just constantly being followed around the site by this strange man. Even after my dad told the owner, nothing was ever done about this guy. On the fifth night, it was really storming really badly. I had woke up at around 3 a.m. to a tapping on my window. At first, I just assumed it was the bush that was outside the window, so I just fell back asleep. Then I was awoken a second time. This time, however, the man that was following us the past few days was standing in the doorway to my room just watching me sleep. I was frozen in fear. I knew screaming for my dad probably wouldn't help since how loud the storm was so I pretty much just laid there just hoping this man wouldn't know I was awake. Luckily, my dad wakes up pretty often in the night to check on my siblings and I, and he actually caught the man. We eventually called the cops and he was arrested. Earlier today, my dad had told me that the man was actually the owner's son, and he was apparently just released from prison for molesting a child and sexual misconduct. If my dad would have never woken up, I really can't begin to imagine what would have happened to me, and I can't be more grateful for him. Let's just say right after this happened, we immediately left the campground, and to that creepy man that broke into our cabin and was watching me sleep. I really hope to never see you again, and to the owner who didn't stop her son from following us. You should really be ashamed of yourself. The story takes place back when I was in 8th grade, right around 2010. All of this started one day when I was at the store with my older sister. For some background, I was the typical emo kid in middle school, and I really didn't have that many friends in my smallish southern town. 
As we were leaving the store, a teenage guy who looked kind of goth had approached me and told me he thought I was cute, and he asked for my number. I was really so excited to meet someone who liked me that I gave him my number right away without even thinking about it. He gave me a hug, then left. After he walked away, my sister told me that he gave her really bad vibes and I just really needed to stay away from him. Being naive and lonely, I ignored her and I started texting him immediately when he finally texted me. At first, things seemed normal, but it didn't really take long to get weird. We kind of just casually talked about our lives and how our day had been. That's when he then told me that he was 17. I told him I was only 13, which I was sure would be a deal breaker, but he didn't care. He ended up telling me that he was temporarily couch surfing because apparently his mom had kicked him out. I felt really bad for him and I told him this, but being 13 years old, there was really not much I could do. He then went on to beg me to let him stay with me. I then told him my parents would never let him. He then kept asking for my address and trying to get me to sneak out to go meet him. One night, he repeatedly asked me for photos of my feet, even though I told him no multiple times. I eventually blocked his number because it was just getting way too weird for me, and I just felt unsafe. I ended up seeing him around town for a few more times at large music gatherings. Every time, he would always follow me or attempt to talk to me, but I was always smart enough to run or hide. Other than being really creepy, these times were all pretty uneventful to me. Fast forward a few years when I see his face in the news. He got thrown in jail for taking photos of women with a cell phone while they were using public restrooms all over town, and his real age was listed in the paper as well. I don't remember exactly how old he was at the time, just that it made me realize that he was definitely older than 17 when he talked to me when I was 13. What a creep. So yeah... He definitely had some issues, but I really hope he gets the help he needs. For some context, I'm a 20-year-old female, and I started an OnlyFans account over the summer to support myself through school, and things were really great, until I posted my Amazon wish list. Now, Amazon doesn't release your address to people who gift you items, but well, third-party sellers can and that's where I went wrong. By the way, I'm not trying to promote it here. This is a very frightening story, and I really felt like it should be shared. Around late July, I got a puppy. One night around 2 a.m., I had took him outside to go to the bathroom. While he was doing his business, I had noticed a car that was parked outside my family's home. I saw a figure in the car, and I could tell they were looking at me but I couldn't really make out their face because it was pitch black out. Feeling a bit uneasy, I picked up my puppy and took him back inside. When I started to move though, the car then parked right in my driveway. I sprinted back inside and locked the door, but they never did approach my house. During the next morning, I went to check the mail. There was an envelope addressed to my only fan's name with $20 in it, but no note. I was currently still at home with my parents who had no idea about my OnlyFans account, so I didn't mention it to them. So about a week later, I had moved back to my college town to get ready to start school. During this time, I had decided to stop posting for the time being until I could figure out how they got my address. I've watched enough crime shows to definitely know that there's a possibility I could be in danger. 
I also live in a duplex with a gated parking lot for reference. One morning, I was planning on vlogging my trip to Target because I was planning on starting a YouTube channel in the near future, since OnlyFans felt so unsafe for me. When I got to my car, it had totally been ransacked and my vlogging camera was missing. I know, it's my fault for leaving it in the car, but I was using it the night before and since I live in a gated area, I didn't really think it would be unsafe. It wasn't in plain sight either, I had hidden it in my glove box. I used that camera to film my content, and the SD card that was in there had all my unreleased photos and videos. I know that they stole it just for the SD card. This is where the story really gets weird. There's cameras outside in the parking lot, so we were able to watch this person break into my car and find the camera, and they didn't touch any of the other seven cars on the lot. They knew which car was mine, which suggests that they had been watching me for a while. After they got the camera, they walked around the duplex until stopping right at my window. My bedroom faces an outside street and my blinds are broken, so it's really easy to see in. I have a curtain, but it doesn't cover my window all the way. This person literally watched me sleep for about an hour or so. I really have no idea why they didn't try to break in, but thank God they didn't. This person then sold my camera to a pawn shop, and since I knew the serial number, the police were able to find it. However, my SD card was still missing. I believe the police are still trying to track them down, but I've broken my lease and moved to a new place. So I'm just really hoping that's enough to keep me safe. I live in a house that's really huge and beautiful, but there's just one problem. I'm often home alone and, well, our house has really giant windows. I'm a 23-year-old girl that's going to college nearby and I live at home in order to afford school. My mom and stepdad have much more of a fun nightlife than I do and they often go out of town. We live on a lake in a really nice private lake neighborhood that's supposed to be monitored, but it often isn't due to really lazy patrolmen. I have no self-defense because I'm so small. In a neighboring town, we have another house, and I used to live in it. We bought it so that I might could have lived close to my college, as it's about three streets away from it. I had a stalker there that would always leave me gifts, footprints by my window, and letters. I knew who she was. She had been a classmate at my college that didn't want to accept that I had no interest in dating girls. I filed a police report and we've actually been called a few times because she's apparently been seen entering our backyard, even though we haven't been back to that house in a while. I definitely know that gut feeling whenever I'm being watched. So I'm back at our main house due to that experience and I've been here for a few months now. It's about 40 minutes away from our other house and it's extremely difficult to find. We live on a road that's absolutely impossible to find on a GPS and really only my closest friends have been out here to visit. About two weeks ago, I called the cops. I had been home alone sitting upstairs and I saw a figure in our yard and then I heard the doorknobs being rattled downstairs shortly after. After the cops showed up 45 minutes later from getting lost, they didn't find anyone and assumed someone was attempting to break in. Whoever it was definitely saw me because our windows are huge and located everywhere. This house was custom built for my mom and stepdad. We have giant windows everywhere, including all of the bedrooms. 
Some of our windows are so big because they had previously belonged to an old church at 17 feet high. Even my room has four large windows that luckily fits blinds, but most of our windows are way too big for blinds or curtains. Basically what I'm trying to say here is pretty much everyone can see into our house, whether they're in our front yard, backyard, in their boats, etc. It doesn't matter. They can definitely see into a big portion of the house, and the house itself is huge. There's eight doors that I constantly check to always make sure they're locked. I have two dogs, one of them being an English Bulldog. About a week ago, I had just gotten home and I found a framed art print of a Bulldog. It also had saran wrap wrapped around it. There was no note and no context to it, so we have no idea who left it. I'm an artist myself and I often share pictures of my Bulldog, so I really feel that it's aimed towards me. We asked all of our friends, family, and even the neighbors, but nobody knows who left it. Tonight I finished some assignments and I immediately laid down in bed. After about 20 minutes, I then heard knocks on my window. My dog was in the hallway and started barking as soon as it happened. After laying down for about 10 minutes frozen in fear, I got up to try and see if there was someone out there lurking in the dark. There wasn't from what I could tell. This all happened tonight, and I'm still really scared. The cops always take so long to get here, and they would probably just get lost again. I've called my older brother and also messaged my friends to let them all know what's going on. All eight doors are locked. I triple-checked them. I just really want to know what the hell's going on around here. Who the hell tapped on my window, and who left this painting? <laughs>